Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Asian Commercial Real Estate Network podcast. We're so excited to have you here. And wherever you're listening to this and whenever you may be listening to our voices, we hope that you are staying safe and healthy. Uh, we're recording this right in the middle of July. And um, I don't know, we hope to see you guys in person soon. And the faster we can all, or I guess the more we can stay home, put on our masks and not go to Disney World, we can do that. Um, and we're really excited to share this episode six with you. Um, alongside my co-founder and co-host, Karina Irvin, we have two amazing uh, Asian Americans who are doing great things, not only within the commercial real estate industry, but for our country. So, so excited to get the conversation started. Uh, we are excited, so excited to have this conversation with Nicholas Vu and Hirsch Rai, who are both graduates of the United States Naval Academy, class of 2019, both in pursuit of their master's degrees at Purdue University, graduating later at the end of the year. And while being stationed in Indiana, they are getting involved and educated within the commercial real estate industry by getting involved with the Veteran Pride Investment Group. So we're going to talk about their backgrounds, what got them into the military and what got them intrigued and interested and now actively looking for investments within the commercial real estate space and how you, uh, whether you are a full-time real estate investor or not, or whether you're currently in the military or in school, how you can do both. So gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having us, Jerry and Karina. We greatly appreciate it, and we're very humbled to be here. Uh, thank you for the intro as well. Um, we're looking forward to having a great conversation with you. Yeah, likewise, um, thanks for having us on. We look forward to talking with you guys to see the Asian-American perspective on commercial real estate. Thanks so much, guys, for being here. Like Jerry said, we are excited to have you. I'm personally really curious to hear about your journey being naval graduates to now investing in commercial real estate. But before we hop uh, into that, why don't you both tell us a little bit more about um, yourselves? Sure. So my name is Hirsch Rai. Uh, I immigrated from India when I was four months old and moved to New Hampshire. Grew up with um, my family and one, uh, one brother, six years younger than I am. Um, and they've made a really large impact on who I am. As I grew up, they always told me, not to take things for granted and to make sure that I value every opportunity that's given to me. And that's really resonated with my decisions that I've decided to move forward with. Um, I remember in 2006, when I stood forward for my naturalization ceremony, uh, that was the moment that marked my uh, career into the military and really inspired me to give back to my local community and the United States for giving me so many opportunities. That's wonderful. And how about you, Nick? Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Hi there, um, my name is Nick Vu, and I'm originally from Redondo Beach, California. That's where I was born and raised, pretty much. Um, both my parents were actually immigrants from the Vietnam War, so they came here when they are pretty young. Like My dad came over when he was a senior in college, and uh, they both moved here out of luck, honestly, because they, um, my dad, for example, was um, a Vietnamese boat person, so he was a refugee who did not intend to go to America, but ended up here anyways. Um, so anyways... I grew up in Redondo Beach, um, went to high school in Manhattan Beach, which is pretty close by, which is in the same hometown as, I think, Karina and maybe Jerry, um, in, pretty close to Los Angeles. Um, so I went to um, the United States Naval Academy with Hirsch here and um, graduated in 2019. Uh, we studied, I studied um, mechanical engineering, and I was lucky to come here to Purdue to um, pursue my master's. And this is when we started getting to our commercial real estate journey, essentially. Awesome. First of all, thank you guys for committing years um, to protecting our country. Um, I think particularly, especially from an Asian American perspective, um, 
2020 has been a very interesting time to view ourselves in our American identity foremost and how we fit into the puzzle. And for you guys, both who have very unique yet very unifying immigrant and refugee stories of how our families ended up here, um, for you guys to have then um, be academically, physically, and mentally sharp enough and smart enough and good enough to get accepted into uh, the academy, which we all know is a very, very tough thing to do. And then now to commit years um, post-school to serving our country. Uh, first of all, thank you guys. Um, it means a lot. And I think uh, we need more guys like you uh, to show the young people in our country that regardless of how you end up here, that you can actually go serve and and then make us all proud in, in a very, very meaningful way. Um, and and with, with that, um, very curious, because we cross paths on the topic of real estate on LinkedIn, not on the topic of military or, or you know, shared immigrant background. So um, we'll start with you, Nick, this time. How did you first get intrigued or introduced to the idea of investing in commercial real estate, particularly as you were currently in school and getting ready to deploy and, and to fulfill your orders afterwards? Yes, I guess um, a lot of this developed over time with... Um... I guess it relates to the military. Um, the military is a very people-oriented business. Um, when we're in hitting the fleet, we'll be leading sailors and Marines into harm's way. So it's um, definitely an organization that values that interpersonal connection they have and building those relationships. And I really like that. I kind of realized the importance of networking and communication through my, my time at the Naval Academy. And when I came here to the um, Purdue, um, I started getting involved with the active duty passive income group. It's a group of um, military members, both current and former, who are involved in real estate. It's like a nice little Facebook group of people who can talk about, talk openly about real estate. And um, it kind of opened my eyes to the idea of house hacking because um, with the VA loan, military members like myself can purchase up to a quadplex uh, with zero money down. So you can actually start cash flowing and um, pretty much investing in real estate with uh, a little barrier to entry with um, with a lot of these properties. And so that's definitely a strategy that Hirsch and I were looking into. I'm definitely doing my, my next um, tour, my next command, I'll intend to purchase a property using the VA loan to invest in my future. You know, it's definitely a great wealth building avenue. But it wasn't until I got in touch with um, a man named Colby Bowers. He's in charge of the Veteran Pride Investment Group. Um, he actually left a Facebook post on um, the Active Passive Income Group. And just from reaching out to him and talking with him on the phone, he ended up liking us and taking us under his wings. And that's how he kind of got involved with um, commercial real estate. Thanks for that. I think that's really fascinating. Um, you know, having your money and your investments work for you while you're serving, I think is really, really smart. Um, Hirsch, what, what about you? How did you get introduced to the topic and and then become a part of the the Veterans uh, Pride Investment Group? Sure. Thanks, Jerry. Um, great question. I would say that my real estate journey began shortly after I read The Purple Bible, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Last summer, I had come to Purdue and we had, you know, attended all our Big Ten football games. We had, you know, we enjoyed ourselves for a few months, but one night at dinner, I had asked Nick, you know, what, what are your thoughts on real estate investing? And, you know, we both were familiar with the space being both in active duty, passive income, as Nick mentioned, sitting on the sidelines, reading posts, learning, and we picked up a lot of books from bigger pockets, started to go to meetups in Indianapolis. We started to learn about the single family space, student rentals being at a big 10 school with 45,000 kids. 
we said, you know, let's try to venture into single family and residential multifamily. But we felt that, you know, moving to different places in the military, we felt that the economies of scale were greater in the commercial field. So we started to look more that route. And like Nick pointed out, uh, a mentor, a friend, and a great resource and partner uh, in Mr. Colby Bowers, who took us under his wing and he's taught us everything that we know about the business thus far with Veteran Pride Investment Group. We started underwriting for him and have since developed that relationship to be full-time partners doing deal sourcing, due diligence, investor relations, and anything else involved in this business, specifically in commercial multifamily. Great. Um, we definitely want to hear more about the Veteran Pride Investment Group. But before we jump to that, I'm curious, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners, if you're not in um, you know, in, in the military and don't have an opportunity to invest in house hack like you're talking about, what's some of the advice that you might have for some of the younger audience? You guys obviously are motivated go-getters. Um, you go on meetups, you go on a lot of, um, not only do you, do you join a group, but you kind of really immerse yourself and get involved. Um, what is some advice that you have for some of our younger listeners if they're interested, if they're not in the military, but they do want to learn more about investing in commercial real estate? Um, yeah, definitely. I have a lot of advice for um, people my own age. Like, I'd recommend starting off how we started off. We just read all the books we could, kind of self-educate yourself by being involved in, say, the Bigger Pockets community. You could get involved with um, local meetups. Um, so definitely read up all you can do. Listen to all the podcasts like this podcast right here. I'm sure there's lots of knowledge that you can gain from listening to um, like-minded individuals in a network like this. Um, so essentially... Um, yeah, so definitely you can see some value in listening to different podcasts like this one right here. Um, you can definitely hear the perspectives of active people in the field and really gain different perspectives in the real estate business. Um, also, I do recommend just honestly reaching out to different people. I recommend like going on LinkedIn and finding motivated people and seeing if they're willing to have a nice short conversation with you. Um, I learned most of what I've had from just reaching out to people and talking with them over the phone and seeing any nuggets I can get from those conversations. Thanks, Nick. What about you, Hirsch? What, what advice do you have for some of our listeners? Sure. Thanks. So sitting at the time of this recording, Nick and I are both 22 years old and we had decided, you know, last fall in 2019 that we weren't going to let our age define our growth and our mindset. So we had initially started out by saying, we're going to self-educate and we're going to start learning as much as we can about this space as possible. So every drive, I was listening to a podcast. Every few minutes, I would get a chance. I would start reading a book, picking up a new book, reading up a news article, and you know, starting to learn who's involved in the space and how I can get involved. Some great resources out there are Bigger Pockets, uh, Facebook groups like this one, podcasts, and meetup.com is a great way to find local meetups in your area. And I would just say, do not limit yourself on what you can do because your mind is everything and your mindset is definitely going to lead you to the place that you want to get to as long as you are in control of it and you don't let your mind control you. So I'd say the biggest piece of advice is always make sure you have the time, the energy, and the ever-growing knowledge to put towards anything you can do and you will find results. That's fantastic advice. Thank you, Hirsch. Thank you, Nick. Um, so let's go back to the Veteran Pride Investment Group. So tell us a little bit more about that group. How do you guys source the deals? How do you evaluate deals? And sounds like Colby and his team are lucky to have you guys. So um, give us a little bit more overview on that group. Sure. So uh, Hirsch here, I'll start. So back in January, Colby had uh, brought us in initially as underwriters. And, you know, with this business, at least in commercial multifamily, 
you want to have some aspect that you focus on uh, with a team. So whether that be underwriting, whether it be capital raising, whether that be deal sourcing, you want to have some strength that you bring to the team that you can contribute and add value to that team while they're adding value to you. So Veteran Pride Investment Group is a group dedicated to bettering the community uh, specifically veterans and first responders through ending veteran homelessness and providing for first responder charities. We actually donate 20% of our profits to these causes, and we hope to make an impact in local communities and the markets that we invest in through providing affordable housing for veterans, first responders, and seniors alike. And we're extremely passionate to give back as much as we can. And we follow a purpose of profits for a purpose. So the more money we can make, the more we can give back to the community. Awesome. Hey, look, I'll say, um, we're Karina and I are in our, in our later part of our thirties. And, uh, and I think we can say that cause we went to college together um, <laughs> and to talk to you guys so early on in your careers. Um, and this isn't your main hustle, right? Like you guys have sought this information out, sought this knowledge out, built yourself, found yourself a community, and now are in that knowledge consuming and even your own community building phase to even go help other people and help other people, not only like yourselves, but other people who actually need the help. Um, very admirable and very awesome. I, I think that is really, really something that we can all look up to, uh, regardless of age or regardless of experience of what can you do, regardless of what situation that you're in. Hirsch, you talk a lot about mindset and it is really, we're all in this quarantine, we're all in this situation together. What can we do to um, arm ourselves or equip ourselves with the right knowledge and with the right community? Um, talk to us about some of the things that you've learned as you source deals, as you evaluate things. Um, you know, let, let's talk about specifically from our community's perspective. Um, you know, we started this community and podcast partly because we noticed visually and through our own professional experiences a lack of overall diversity, but uh, specifically a lack of people that look like those of us on this call, on this interview, um, particularly within the professional parts of the real estate industry. Um, how important is it for you guys to um, think about your identity, particularly knowing our backgrounds of where our parents have come from, to start building these things that uh, will eventually end up in generational wealth, um, but some things that we weren't unfortunately not taught as we were growing up? Yeah, so I think a lot of it has to do with our mindset. Um, so growing up, I learned from my parents how they had to struggle to come to America and deal with a lot of the issues that um, go through like a lot of things like the language barrier and also just looking different than other people in the college. So they had to overcome those challenges to really get to where they are today. And I think a lot of this applies to the business as well. Um, definitely, if you have that mindset of overcoming those challenges and not letting them hold you back, um, you can definitely make improvements to say improve um, representation of Asian Americans in business and really make an impact. Um, I think this industry can really benefit from diversity. Um, I've been fortunate to work with a team that does value diversity in, in this business and diversity of thought, also of um, ideas and even different perspectives because any different perspective can uh, be used to help improve um, this business. Uh, Christian, you wanna take some more on that? Sure, thanks, Nick. I think what Nick said is extremely, extremely powerful with mindset. I had mentioned it earlier, but growing up, I had had the opportunity to go visit uh, my roots two or three times. And each time I went back, I was a little older and it helped me realize how much opportunity I had coming to the United States growing up. 
you know, when I was younger, my parents used to say, don't take life for granted and take every opportunity you get to the best of your, uh, to the best of your ability. And, you know, when I was younger, I used to not really think about what that meant, but, you know, growing up to where I am today, I, I do try to, I do try to embrace every opportunity to the best of my ability and try to inspire others through that action. And Nick and I are doing this to inspire others that there is no barrier and we are unique and we need to embrace that. We come from a background of hardworking individuals and hardworking people. And that's what we define ourselves as. And we want to continue to inspire generations to come to enter any ability, whether to enter any business, whether it be real estate, entrepreneurship, private equity, there are so many different ways to get involved and to make an impact and embrace your uniqueness. I mean, having grown up in New Hampshire, I was the only Indian kid in my class. And, you know, that made me unique. Did that at times feel a little frightening? Yes. But it's important to get back up and get going again and embrace who you are and live it to the best of your ability. I love that answer. And we all have a shared, um, you know, shared theme here. We're all, you know, Im- you know, son of immigrant in, in Nick's case or immigrant. You know, I moved here from the Philippines when I was eight. Jerry moved here as a baby from Korea. Hirsch, you moved here from India. And I think, you know, that's so true. Like we have this, you know, shared background of immigrants being thankful for what we have in America. And at the same time, I think we all want to give back. You know, I want you guys to touch on the subject a little bit more about the Veterans Pride Investment Group and kind of the, the altruistic side of, of commercial real estate. I know you mentioned you give a portion of your profits uh, back to the community, but I'll, I'll, um, talk to us a little bit more about that because that's something of interest to me. If we could figure out a way to make money and make a profit in our business, but at the same time give back, I think that's the best of, of both worlds. So I want to hear a little bit more of your thoughts on that. Hershey, you want to start? Sure, I can start on this one. So like I said earlier, you know, Veteran Pride Investment Group is a culmination of veterans, active duty service members, and defense contractors who have come together to form a team of like-minded yet different individuals who can provide diversity of thought and who come from different walks of life. And with this team, we really fostered the idea of growth and learning from one another. So like I mentioned earlier, Nick and I came in as underwriters and essentially having no idea what the business was about, but they have brought us in under their wing and they've taught us everything we know about the business and it's still an expansive learning opportunity, both for us, for Colby, for Monica, and for anyone else involved who might be working with our team. And one of the things that we say our purpose is, like I as mentioned earlier, is that we want to be able to make an impact on any community that we set foot in, whether it's um, locally uh, at a state level or nationwide. We want to ensure that you know by the end of this, we're able to give back to veterans and those who have come before us in Nick and I's case, who have given us a legacy and given us those freedoms that we, you know, embrace and cherish every day that we are living in the United States of America. And I think it's a really humbling opportunity to be part of such a great team and a group like this. You guys are awesome, yeah. man. Um, and, and the fact that you guys are doing this in addition to all the other things that you are doing and pursuing and getting ready to do, um, in terms of your orders and deployment, I think that is awesome. Um, share with the audience and, and share with us, what are some of the resources that you guys have found most helpful in helping you learn um, about real estate, about investment opportunities, and just about other mindset and business-related things 
because um, that's not what you guys study specifically at the Naval Academy. These are things that you sought to learn on your own. So share with some of the resources that you found most helpful and where other people can get started if they want to go down the same path as you guys are. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think we've touched about this a little bit briefly in the past, but um, the best resources is, I think, other people. So either from networking events such as local meetups or virtual meetups and during this time, um, or communities like Bigger Pockets, where you could honestly ask any question related to real estate and you could find a giant group of people who are willing to share some of their knowledge and their experience in that realm. And finally, um, I think definitely read up on all the books you can on the, in the business and listen to all the podcasts you can. Um, and those are definitely methods you can use to get started in um, your education piece of the real estate. And finally, also just to take action. You know, it's a lot of it, a lot of people talk about analysis paralysis, but I think the biggest learning that we've had was by stepping up and actually going diving deep, like head first into a lot of these deals. And also just to teach other people because um, I think we learn best by moving forward yourself, but also teaching those behind you um, where to learn from that. It also sounds like it helps that you guys have each other as friends, right? I mean, this business is hard and it's scary. And you talk about mindset a lot. And I think having each other, you know, Hirsch and Nick, and in my case, you know, Jerry's a friend of mine and we, we always encourage each other. I think having that support system is also important. And oftentimes in our in our podcast, we talk about, you know, the Asians being the model minority and not being bold and, you know, a lot of people being more passive. But, you know, you guys are not are not that. And I love examples of that, you know, see it, be it. Um, and I, I'm that's part of our mission here, too, is to show people you know, that the Asian community, we have a lot of people who are bold and, and, and strong and courageous and it's scary, but you just got to take action. So I love that, that message. So yeah, I could add on to that as well. Like, I think um, it's definitely important to have a nice team and maybe someone to keep you accountable. So Hirsch and I always keep each other accountable to make sure that we stay on top of what we're doing. Like say Hirsch might come over here and say, well, have you called that person back yet? Or have you emailed, uh, followed up on that LOI yet? And, um, there's also a lot of times where we look at each other's underwriting and kind of give each other advice and tips and maybe sometimes give each other a hard time, you know, because it's definitely, we kind of bring each other up, but also keep each other in check. You know, it's definitely, it's definitely great having someone like Hirsch be there literally next door to me who I could <laughs> run over and maybe talk about real estate or talk about life in general, honestly. So it's just definitely great having that partner, like you with Jerry or with Hirsch. I have one follow-up question. It's a little bit not real estate related, but being military, being a you know fighter pilot, being a Naval Academy, what are some of you guys' self-care tips to keep your mind right, to kind of relax? And I'm sure a lot of our community, you know, that's being in a, in a good mental space right now, given COVID and given where we are with racial injustices in, in society. What are some of your self-care tips um, to keep healthy? I'd say the two most important things um, that are you know important for self-care is one you know it's okay to um it's okay to disconnect from the world for a little bit you know our lives are so involved with technology being on our phones especially as millennials we are constantly checking our phone checking for the latest update looking for the latest email whether it be from you know purdue or whether it be from you know our veteran pride investment group or you know a potential seller uh you know our lives are so involved and immersed in technology. So it's always nice to step back and maybe separate ourselves for about 30 minutes and 
to an hour and just, you know, really focus in, reflect on what you've done during the day, maybe read a book, just disconnect from the technology itself. And then the other thing is physical fitness, you know, coming from the military academy is one thing, but physical fitness and just maybe even going for a run, going for a walk, getting up and getting moving is super important. It allows you to have freedom of thought, free flow. It allows you to feel alive and, you know, it doesn't keep you sedentary for, you know, eight hours a day sitting at your desk. Rather, you're able to get up, get your blood flowing, get your blood pumping, and um, you're able to take care of yourself and you're, you're both mentally and physically. Yeah, um, to add on to that, I definitely think it's important to have hobbies that are not related to real estate. Um, like Kirsch and I, before COVID, we used to play racquetball all the time. We used to um, work out together, go on runs. And me personally, I have a dog too. And I like to go into the dog park, running her around and see her kind of carelessly run around and have fun. And kind of brings joy to my face too, because uh, it's having something else that takes your mind off of things. You know, it's definitely nothing important to. Yeah, Hirsch mentioned disconnect and not be 100%. If you keep going, run like head first and everything and keep running and keep, I guess if you become too, too much too involved with it and forget to take that step back, you kind of lose yourself. And it's definitely important to find a, find a correct balance, I think, between real estate and also your, real, your whole entire lives. And finally, I think it's also important to have friendships and communication with other people. Like I have, like Hirsch and I both have girlfriends and I do spend a lot of time talking to them and de-stressing and figuring out our own problems and just having that person to talk to do you trust really well to tell your problems with is definitely valuable yeah i'd like to add on that real quick um it's always very good to have um have confidence in your support system i know i have a lot of confidence in my girlfriend we're doing a long distance relationship right now to hawaii and you know we have a six hour time difference but you know we overcome that challenge and you know we make it work it's important to make sure that you have social interaction just because you're involved in business and you're involved in numerous other things in your lives it's okay to disconnect and move away from your business for a little bit and focus on your friendships focus on your connections that you've made outside of business and really foster those connections because those are some of the most important things in your life to make some great memories and some great friendships as you move along Thanks, guys. I think this is we, we've learned so much in this very short conversation. And I think some of the things that um, still resonate with me as we've been talking is, you know, looking for opportunities to make the best of the situations that you're in, finding mentors, finding community, uh, finding friends to keep you accountable and to really think beyond the measures of what you are defined as. Um, you know, you guys are more than students, more than military folks. And, and so how, regardless of Yes, there are systemic disadvantages and things that obviously don't give everybody the same equal opportunity, but given where you are, what can you learn um, with the opportunities that we have of time and resource, and then what can what future can we really build for ourselves? So there are so many things that I think um, people can walk away from um, after hearing you guys talk and, and continue to engage. Um, so Hirsch, we'll start with you. Um, for those people that are listening that want to connect with you and learn more about the Veterans Pride Investment Group or just want to network with you and to learn about what you're up to, um, how can people find you and learn more about what you're up to? Sure. So you can find me on LinkedIn, Hirsch Rye, H-E-R-S-H-R-A-I. I should be the only one on there. Uh, if not, then my email is H-E-R-S-H at R-A-I-V-U, capital with an a.com and you can connect with me there as well. 
I would be more than happy to talk with anything from real estate to mindset to just having a friendly talk about how the weather is. So feel free to come connect with me. Thanks. You can reach me with um, some of the same ways through LinkedIn. It's honestly my most used social media these days. Um, it's Nicholas Vu. I think my handle is actually Nicholas Vu, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S-V-U. And like Hirsch, I can also reach um, through email at Nick, N-I-C-K, at Raivu Capital, R-A-I-V-U-C-A-P-I-T-A-L.com. And of course, if you want to check and learn more about Veteran Pride Investing Group, you can check out our website at veteranpride.org. Um, there you can find a lot of our webinars, our bios, and as well as some of the acquisitions that Veteran Pride Investing Group has. Thanks, guys. We'll put those links in our in our uh, bio as well in, in, the, in the episode so everybody has access to that. I think we'll be hearing a lot more about you guys here in the near future, so we appreciate your time. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks we, for having us. We really appreciate being here, Jerry and Karina, and we thank you for your time. It's been great. Hirsch, you are the only person on LinkedIn with your name, so... Just search his name. That's all. Thanks, guys, for your time. Uh, thank you for your service. Thank you for your future service for our country. And uh, best of luck in your careers, your personal lives, and in your investments. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate Thanks so much again for having us. Appreciate it.